We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Miss something from the Todd Feinberg Show? Listen to the podcast on WTIC.com slash podcast. 860-522-9842. We've got rants coming up. Let's talk first, though, to Ernie in Portland. Hello, Ernie. Hi. I wanted to comment on what uh, Senator Mark Lee was talking about. Yes, sir. Um, I, I I agree with him that, you know, for the most part, the, the anti-patriotic sentiment that's being pushed overall in this country is to nothing but the detriment of of everyone all all shareholders stakeholders involved all citizens but i think a a problem is is that misrepresenting history or or coloring it the wrong way is what creates the opportunity for dissenters and anti-patriotic people to create their own narrative and and through uh the media and through um the majority put in inject some of these some of this rhetoric so what would you say was the mistake that or were the mistakes that led to the opening for for this uh, attempt to throw off balance uh, the way we view well, our history? Well, I, I think that, you know, as far as the conversation with reparations, um, what's going on in California, some of the some of the stuff that he said was slightly accurate, but for the most part, the 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 argument came up that black people were disproportionately held out of fundings funding that was allotted to uh non-black people during that time and and that's something that has happened uh throughout uh, the history of this sure. country and happens I think right that happens always, right now even still right and but the, this is the issue when you have people like, let's say, for instance, during the New Deal or even during the um, the migration out west, you have people who are contributing to the government financially as far as taxes and stuff like that. But they're made to be exempt from the opportunities. Yeah, well, you're just saying the same thing in another way. But the fact is, we've got that kind of thing going on right now. So instead of looking to the past... Why aren't we fixing the present? Why would you fix the past instead of fixing the present? I've never understood that about reparations. Ernie, thank you for the call. Good to talk with you. If you want to talk more, you can hold on and we'll do it. Right now, though, Mark Christopher and the BPS Lawyers Traffic Center. Mark. It's the Todd Feinberg Show, live from the NJ Diet Studios on WTIC News Talk 1080. We've got rants coming up. 
860-751-4698. But we were just talking with Ernie from Portland, and Ernie brought up reparations in a favorable light, saying that uh, that there was all kinds of structural racism that went on in the past. And And my point is, well, structural racism goes on right now. Why do we worry about structural racism from one generation or two or three or four ago and not be focused on the racism that goes on right now, structural racism. And Ernie, I wanted to get your thoughts on that. Ernie. Yeah. Go ahead. Well, I think that when, when you, when you look at it, that created a wealth gap. We understand that. The wealth gap right. is so, continuing so, right now. Why wouldn't you end the structural racism as job one? What do you how what do you mean end the structural racism? Well, I don't do you, understand that question. Do you, do you think there's structural racism in America? Yeah, I think that there's I think there's uh, structural racism, but I don't think that it's the, at the same magnitude as it once was. Oh, I but I think I, that I the, would I would beg to differ. I would beg to differ. We have well, we have enormous damage being done to populations who are not being given education that's nearly as good as others, who are forced to live in violent neighborhoods w- without explanation, whose neighborhoods are constantly being filled with people of greater pov- poverty, putting more burdens on them. It, it's and if you take the Black Lives Matter movement, that's a that's a protest movement against the problems of unions, which are not addressed by the Democrats because they view their the, the loyalty of police votes and money from police departments and police unions to going to the Democrats to hold them in power in, in American cities, they view that as way more important than stopping the killing. So they won't address the cozy deals that get made and the special arrangements that make it possible for those deals to be made. So I would say the I, racism I, I, I now is... You. I agree with you. I agree with you. That's when, when I was discussing before about leaving an opportunity for anti-patriotic groups like BLM to come in and create their own narrative yes. with their own agenda. They're not even patriotic. They're, they're Marxist. Okay. So and, that's, and I, they're, that's they're not part, representative of the black community at, by and large. So that's part one of my answer to part two is that it's questionable whether it's right to go back in time and pay for the past. And therefore it, it, it would be much more, uh, readily available to us repairs to what's being done currently to the groups that are victims of structural racism. And I think that when you look at reparations and the only reason, and and just to go back to my prior point was that with the discussion with, with Senator Markley, which I agreed with a lot of tenants, a lot of points that were being made, he, he went to Martin Luther King and yes, granted Martin Luther King, fought for equality, but even Martin Luther King, who happened to be a Republican, also discussed and fought for reparations because repair needs to be done in the black community in order to make up for the huge disparities and and generationally that came from even government programs that were allotted to other people that were 
that excluded black people. And, and I think what's hard is the argument also falls on, well, the individual citizen was not responsible for that. And I don't think that they're going for the individual citizen. They're going against for the government who is, should be held responsible for the, the disparaging treatment that, that the black community suffered and, and reparations have been granted to other groups for far less. I mean, even recently, there's been reparations given to the LGBT community just for for how they had to file their taxes before marriage, their form of marriage was considered legal under a court of law. So, like, there needs to be repair work done in the black community. And and I think that that's where they're trying to start with these reparations. And I think you can't fall back on slavery. You have to talk about what's happened just in the past, let's say three to four decades. And I don't think that that's that far back to, to, to discuss as far as, uh, you know, repairing the relationship and repairing some of the damage that was suffered just from this, even this current administration, this, this current president passed some of the most catastrophic legislation that impacted the black community. I, it be, I'm, I'm befuddled that the black community showed up so, so much for this guy, for president Biden with the damage. That All right. Ernie, now, now you're getting around to the stuff that matters. The other problem, thank you for the call. It was great to talk with you. The other problem with reparations is you have to subtract from any theoretical re, uh, reparations, the enormous sums of money that have been paid and are being paid to minority groups for to blacks through government programs which are detrimental to them so if we look at government everything it touches it makes worse government is the biggest disaster ever to impact mankind when you're talking about reparations for past wrongs in American society you're asking America to pay for the fact that it's been victimized by government it hasn't only victimized blacks it's victimized all kinds of people that's the nature of government the big government crowd the people who support more oppressive public policy by supporting big government if you're if you're going to support big government you're going to ask for more damage to be done by government so the only reasonable thing to me for people to do it seems to me is to focus on the problems of today to say that right now we have to stop structural racism and and its uh perpetuation from being part of our lives and that means to get rid of all these social programs that are permanent poverty programs and to free us from the heavy hand of the the housing the federal housing department and to free us from the rigged school system the government schools that, that create permanent bad education for the poor but for everybody we have serious problems to fix we all do better if we have more equality now and the perpetrators of inequality are the democrats the anybody pushing for big government which includes some republicans but for for democrats it's a conscious deliberate thing make our government more like cuba's make it more like the soviet union they're pushing this every day rigged systems that destroy lives thank you for the conversation Ernie. great to talk with you let's get some rants rolling give us a call we take phone calls as well 860-522-9842
Are you ready for a rant or hey, two? Todd, every time... Hang on a sec. Let me turn that thing up. All right. Hey, Todd, every time these former Republicans come on your show as a guest or they fill in as hosts and we don't need to name them, you know who they are. They're on quite frequently. Um, it reminds me of that song Glory Days by Bruce Springsteen. They constantly talk about the past. Nothing that's going to help us move forward. They talk about how this one won in a district they shouldn't have. And I did this and she did that. And I'll, I'll teach you how to do it, but I'm not going to be involved anymore. I'll be a consultant. I'll form an organization. I'll show up. Give me a call. You know what? They need to disappear. Like I said, when restaurants clean house, goodbye. Bring in fresh blood. But I don't know why they still think that they have any voice here when they're ineffective, not doing anything. I'll leave you with this. But all they keep talking about, glory days. Will they pass them by, glory days? In the wink of a young girl's eye, glory days. Glory days. Wow. I'm not sure what else he did, but the singing was great. I was so excited about the singing, I couldn't really look too closely at what came before it. I just wanted to hear him sing again. So they called Tom Brady the GOAT, or the greatest of all time. So I guess that makes Joe Biden the vote, or worst of all time. The vote? Is that what you said? Does anybody think Tom Brady is the greatest of all time? We, we had, This was dinner conversation last night with uh, one of our grandsons about declarations of the best of all time. Like, who can decide such a thing? It's ridiculous. Well, most people... Not just for football, but for anything. Well, most people struggle to heat their homes and pay their electric bill and put food on the table. The Yukon Athletic Department runs a tremendous deficit. And Gino complains about his lifestyle. Gino should get a real job. And the Yukon should really think about what $47 million would do for people struggling. Gino, get a job. Wasn't $47 million what they lost last year? And this now they're up to $53 million or $55 million, something like that? Isn't that what's going on? Talk about plundering. Talk about destructive government. How about Yukon sports losing tens of millions of dollars every year and they don't fix it? It goes up. Hey, Ty, Tony from Berlin here. And I'm listening to you talk about wrong-way drivers and how we can solve the problem. It only seems like it's not the driver's fault. It's got to be the cars, right? I mean, guns, we get rid of guns, we stop killing people by guns, right? So we get rid of cars. We'll stop killing people with wrong-way drivers. Only makes sense to me, and I'm sure there's a government agency out there that will agree with me. I'd love to know what you think. Hey, that's that's beautiful. I love that argument. It's a great argument. It was $53 million, by the way. I was right with the first number. Joe Biden wants everyone to stop cooking on their gas stoves for two weeks to flatten the curve. Oh, they'll say, but it was the Kevin Oli payment that led to the deficit jumping from forty-seven million to fifty-three million. What? Well, but who, 
who made the Kevin Ollie payment necessary, but the incompetent leadership at UConn. Please, somebody explain. 860-522-9842. Hi, good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. It's me, Governor Ned, the Nedinator. I'm at the bottle returns, doing my bottle returns here for the beginning of each year. <laughs> Nicks, <laughs> what the hell am I going to do with all these empties? I tell you, it's just it's out of control, ladies and gentlemen. I think they ought to put a tax on cigarette butts, too, because there's a bunch of them on the ground there. All right, I'm feeling nasty today. It's dirty in here. I don't know who made up this damn law. But uh, anyways, all right, well. Uh, be plastic to the kids next door. Okay, take care. Bye. What was that last remark? I didn't catch that. Be plastic to the kids next door. Plastic to the kids next door? I didn't hear. This is a message from Monterey Financial Services oh, regarding no. some exciting settlement offers related to your account available through our website. The rant line apparently owes money. In debt. Please visit www.told.com to review and take advantage of these offers, which includes credit deletion if applicable. This is a message from a debt collector. Even the rant line gets spammed. Can you believe it? Hey, Todd, what happened to Richard Blumenthal and Eversource Monopoly? He's not talking about anything, right? What a fool. He's doing what he always does, nothing but making noise. Hey, uh, Todd, this is Jerry from Naugatuck. I heard that uh, the son of uh, Friedman, the son is coming on at 3 o'clock, and, and I would hope that you would that ask was yesterday. him uh, a couple of questions that I have. Uh, since Obama doubled the debt from $10 trillion to $20 trillion, and then Trump added a few trillion, and now Biden another $6 trillion, yeah. With Trump, it was, uh, you know, the COVID, that was a big spending spree. I know that uh, Russia, China, uh, Saudi Arabia, they're trying to replace the, the international currency of the dollar. They want to go to something else. And I want, I, I would, what are the ramifications of that in regards to uh, our country? Uh, what What is... Uh, what is a deficit going to uh, balloon to if the dollar is not used anymore? No, that's a I good point. I think it all could be fixed with uh, Larry Kudrow and uh, Peter Navarro, along with a new uh, Trump DeSantis administration. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Is it, somebody's got to uh, somebody's got to deal with the bankruptcy of America, which is being eagerly pursued by the big government crowd. So Joe Biden stole Obama documents that were highly classified what what did you say wow that sounds like serious stuff all right i guess i guess it's time for us to get ourselves a little traffic update let's do that right now the bps lawyers traffic center is where we go mark christopher has the latest on your ride home mark t-mobile has invested billions to light up america's largest 5g network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. 
After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Miss something from the Todd Feinberg Show? Listen to the podcast on WTIC.com slash podcast. WTIC. Let's talk to Steve in Suffield. Hello, Steve. Thank you for the call. Hey, um, uh, not all the programs were bad because they had... um, what they do is if you have an employee and they kick into uh, somebody empl- unemployment insurance and some of your payroll is supposed to go that way, mm-hmm. it was supposed to be a stopgap. Like if a um, company fell on hard times or something and they had to let you go, you, would, you, would, you wouldn't collect your full salary, but you would collect uh, a little bit of money till you get your next job. It, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, there are arguments that you can make for it. There are arguments to be made against it. But, the, the, you know, just because there might be part of one program out of all the destructiveness the government does, the, the uh, $150 billion in debt in the state and the, the $32 trillion in debt on a federal level, with, with just more but, excess spending every year, you know, of course there's going to be some people who benefit from some of the largesse, but does that mean that we should just sit back and let them rob us blind? No, because there is excess. But I believe that was one of the programs that was actually successful because you only got a portion of your salary, but at least you got a little footing. Well, I understand what the benefit is. But there's other people that they make it a uh, lifetime history. Well, even even if they weren't doing that, there are huge problems with every government program because every government program is now being merged with the federal government. The federal government is taking most of the burden. It tells the states what to do. We're destroying our system of government because of our willingness to sit back and say good things happen because of big, destructive government, so we might as well go along with it. So if you like that program, well, you're going to like the new program that is spending $250 million a year so far after one year to pay people to not go to work for a few weeks because they have a hardship in their lives. All those things sound really good, but it's taking money out of the pocket of people who go to work in order to give it to people who aren't going to work. And that's a no, really I can ex- I can I can go back on you on the reparations things here. 
Uh, hold on, um, hold on a sec. I've I've got to go to a break. But if you want to talk after the break, we can finish up, Steve. Now back to the Todd Feinberg Show, live from the NJ Diet Studios on WTIC News Talk 1080. We were talking to Steve, who offered workers' comp as an indication of why government does sometimes do something that's beneficial. And, and Steve, there was something else you wanted to add. What was that? Yeah, about the reparations or whatever for slavery. Mm -hmm. But the thing is, slavery wasn't in the whole United States. It was only in the South. So why would everyone have to pay? Well, that's a good question, too. They wanted to do reparation. We we fought it up here in the North. So why do I got to pay? Well, that's a a good question. Another potential, um, yeah. Well... I'm 100% Polish, and what I remember growing up was the Polish stay with the Polish, the Italians stay with Italian, the Irish stay with the Irish, you know, pretty much, because they like the same kind of food, and they like, you know, the same polka dance and blah, blah, blah. But um, they took care of each other, and... uh, uh, what was my point there? Well, you were going to uh, tie it, it into like, reparations was, somehow, but I'm not sure how. Huh? Yeah, well, it's because they didn't whine and complain. We Poland wasn't treated very well by the Germans. Or- All right, Steve, we got to hold you right there, but I thank you for making the point, and I thank you for making the phone call. We've got a guest to get to, though. I'm excited to talk to. Nancy Capello is here because she cuts hair in Newington, and she ran for state rep last year. <laughs> inexperienced in politics, and I hear, Nancy, that you are uh, instinctively questioning of power, and that that makes me feel a certain kinship with you. So welcome to WTIC. <laughs> Thank you, Todd. Thank you so much for having me on the air. I'm excited. You are. <laughs> Why are you excited? Well, I think just getting the message out there is, is, is great. You know, nobody knows me. And uh, one of the reasons why I got involved was to just kind of get my voice out there and just speak, you know, from, from what I've experienced as a small business owner, as a mom, and someone who's not a politician. So you were totally inexperienced with politics, and, and a couple of years ago you decided to run for office. How did that happen? Well, just this past election I ran for office. Um, well, to be honest, it, it really all started um, with COVID. So when COVID hit, we all know the whole world shut down pretty much. And uh, my business, I have a hair salon, was supposed to be shut down for just two weeks. Um, so we were told. Um, and as time went on, you know, we, we all saw that that wasn't the case. And, uh, you know, I started to get very angry and I started to question um, some of the things that the lawmakers and government and the federal were putting out there and it just didn't make any sense. So I started, you know, reaching out to them. And um, when I started asking questions, I wasn't happy with their responses and um, it just didn't make sense. I had to keep my business down uh, closed because it was for the safety of everyone. But, you know, I could go to Target and do my shopping. I can go to Walmart, go shopping. You could go to the grocery store. Yeah, I can renovate my bathroom, go to Home Depot, get what I needed. And at the end of the day, I can go to the liquor store and get what I, what I wanted to drink that night, and it, I'd be fine. But I couldn't go to work. How long so did that it, go on for, that you couldn't open your salon? 
three months, three yeah. months. And as a single mom, I'm a one income household. And, you know, I, I had to go into my savings and thank God I had a savings, but there were so many people that didn't. And we got denied um, unemployment because we were self-employed. Um, and then finally, when we did get um, approved, it was fine because we got all, all of our money back. But I mean, what we got was nothing compared to what we normally would make. So it, just, it was just yeah. an awful, awful, awful experience. I never want to go through that again. It made me angry enough to kind of say, this is not okay. This needs to change. So you got angry at government per se, because it was government that was the perpetrator of this. Is, is the way you viewed it? Yeah. Nothing made sense. Like what? Does it, what stands out as not making sense about that those whole shutdown days? Uh, well, I, I think just how just how they made their decisions. Um, who was essential? Who was not essential? Um, you can you know um, wear your mask and be safe and go um, to Walmart, but you couldn't go to um, you know a small a small business. Right. Um, you know, I, I have experience. I have friends that had just opened up their restaurant three months before COVID Ugh. and they had to follow all the protocols that the government gave them. And in the end, they were, we have so much expense that we were, we were not making it. And they ended up having to close and they've never came, they never came back from that. I think there's about 30 percent of businesses that had to close because of COVID and never came back. What a what a tragedy that is. So one of the things that um, struck me about that period of time and still does when I look back on it is that government always gives you a sales pitch that's like anybody else. Like somebody wants to sell you a car. They don't tell you about what's lousy about the car. They just highlight the good points. And government 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 just out and out lies. Oh, are you, you know, just two weeks, as you pointed out, shut down for two weeks and that'll flatten the curve and then you'll be back. And then they count on everybody being so distracted by the mess they've made that everybody forgets to hate government for having lied about the two weeks. Right. Well, that's, that's exactly what they want. You know, the last two to three years have been very orchestrated. They created the problem so they can have the solution. And that's exactly what they do with everything. They create the mess, (laughs) but then they say, we have a solution. You can count on us. We're going to take care of you. And that's the problem. Government is not supposed to take care of you. They're not. We're talking to Nancy Capello. She's a, um, as you heard, she owns a hair salon in Newington. So, so what is, what is um, your take on where we're at right now? And how do you, how do you feel about your run for office and why did you do it? Um, I ran for office, obviously, to make a difference, to be a voice and to um, make a change. Um, I obviously I was just running for state representative in my town, but it would have been a vote toward um, something, you know, common sense laws that could be passed. Um, You know, some of the things that were being proposed for um, our um, our our state, um, it would have been a vote for our people. Um, and how did you feel why. about the reception you got? Were you able to communicate with voters or did they tend yeah, to put you I in did. a box? I actually, well, it's, it's funny because the, the letter R in front of my, uh, you know, political, uh, you mm-hmm. know, identity kind of, you know, in Connecticut, it's either you like Republicans or you hate Republicans. And, you know, the reason why is because, you know, Trump, 
Um, if you are Republican, you voted for Trump, then that means that we can't vote for you. Um, it didn't matter that I was speaking about common sense solutions to the problems that we were having in Connecticut. Um, the taxes that were being passed that were creating, you know, all of the economic economic failures in our state. We yeah. are the we're, we're one of the highest tax state in our whole nation. Let that sink in. And the Democrats have passed these these ridiculous taxes year after year after year. They've created it. They and love it. People, and they just keep voting them in. So it just it didn't make sense to me. And, you know, the people that I was actually able to talk to, they understood, they got, they understand that something is going on, something is not right, mm-hmm. but they're just scared. They're scared to vote Republicans because they really, really disliked Trump. Yes. Uh, so that are you it. discouraged or do you feel like this is a momentary problem and, and things will improve I think something has to change. I think something definitely has to change. Um, I'm a little discouraged um, because no one on my ticket won. Not one Republican one. I think we are a very democratic state, and um, I I'm a little discouraged, but I still would love to get my voice out there and still get involved. Well, you're, I don't know about running, but yeah, because it's hard work, isn't it? It's very hard work, and it took a lot away from my business too. Yeah, I'm sure it did. My home and my kids, but it was definitely an experience I will always remember. I met so many people, and. Um, you know, I learned a lot. Can't, you know, can't take that away. Well, that's for sure. How do you feel as you look back over the last three years in terms of the trajectory of the state? Do you think the, do you think the situation that you've described, the contempt for or the resistance to voting for Republicans, do you see that as being a temporary thing and that things may spin in the other direction? Or do you feel like it's a lost cause now? You know, I think people have to suffer a little bit more to realize what is really going on. I think um, the struggles that we're seeing today, I think they're only going to get worse. And it's only when people really, really wake up to say, why are we in this mess? What is causing it is when they're going to realize it. Something has to happen for it to change. There has to be like a, a movement. And any specific thoughts, Nancy, about what you might do what else you might do to help the cause that you believe in so deeply but you've already put a lot you know you've left a a lot of energy out there and and didn't get rewarded for it so what else could you do do you think right well i definitely um am in a part of my town um committee my republican party committee Mm -hmm. i think i'd like to get involved in this as a state level as well um definitely be an advocate um and just be a cheerleader for anyone that wants to run and just continue to voice my opinion on what's going on in this country. It's, it's a mess. It's a mess, and our, our yes, government sure is. is to blame. We need it less sure government. Yes. Um, they're controlling every aspect of our lives, and they want to control even more. Um, I don't know if you know anything about uh, this, the CBDC, um, the central bank digital currency. Yes, I'm, I'm sorry. We can't get into it right now because we're out of time. But I just want to give you a chance to mention your shop if you want to, to give it a little sure. promotion. Yep. Be Beautiful Salon. It's uh, in Rocky Hill. And you can uh, oh, I'm sorry. Re- reach me. It's okay. Um, BeBeautiful-Salon.com. The Beautiful-Salon.com. Be Beautiful. Be Beautiful. Be Beautiful. Yep. Dot well, com. that's a nice message. Yes. I say be beautiful. <laughs> 
<laughs> That's great. Nancy Capello, thank you so much for being here. It's great to meet you. And, and when, you, uh, when you've got something specific going on or a specific thought you want to share, reach out, okay? Thank you. I will, Todd. Thank you we'll, so much. We'll have you have back a great on. Night. It was great to talk with you. How about that? Nancy Capello, Rocky Hill, Be Beautiful, which is a nice positive message for to entice somebody into the salon. She talks about the difficulty of, of um, you know, trying to survive as a business owner and, and how 30% of businesses in the state were wiped out by government action. There's a tendency to look back and forgive everything that was done because I guess the, the fear and the, and the swirl of, of anxiety and uh, basically this, uh, I, I think, very naive sense that we were helped by the government response instead of damaged severely by it. And, and um, I wonder if people can do enough introspection or will look back enough and study or will come to understand by statistics being released and realities being talked about. My hope is someday people will realize how we were raked over the coals and how um, the the regimes that were uh, that took control were not ones that were beneficial for us. But I don't know if it can happen. I'm hopeful. I'm always hopeful. And there is a lot of data starting to come out that make those actions and those policies appear to be as ugly as they actually were. So, um, yeah, don't forget to call it in a rant overnight or tomorrow morning or right now if you want, 860-751-4698. We'll play them again tomorrow afternoon during the 5 o'clock hour. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.